0: Welcome back to Sin Bin Podcast, presented by Dorm Room Sports. Um, before we get started, make sure you go follow our Twitter at the Sinbin Pod. Derek does a beautiful job on that, providing you know updates, maybe daily, maybe not. Depends on when he has time. But Stanley Couple playoffs are here. Best time of the year. Most electric atmospheres every year. And the season is officially wrapped up. It wrapped up today. Uh, Winnipeg beats Seattle, I think, or Seattle beat Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg beats Seattle four one, four three. Yep. The most uh, not that that game matters in the slightest bit, but um, I, was that already a set game, or was that like it was a makeup? It was, it was a snowstorm. Very I mean, weird. They had to cancel it. Yeah. Well. Anyways, playoff bracket is set. Games start Monday. And, well, actually, as you're listening to this, games start today. So, um, obviously, this comes out Monday morning. So, we'll break down all eight first-round matchups, and then we'll give our cup predictions. Um, huh. I, I did also kind of forget that we're probably, I guess, maybe we should give up some awards predictions as well. Maybe after Uh, playoff uh, predictions, we'll give a few awards predictions just for ones that are, like, maybe not in the bag already. Yeah. Right? Oh, cool. All right. Well, boys, how we doing? Doing good? Yeah, doing all right. Excited for playoffs. Can't wait. It's the best time of year. There's nothing better than playoff hockey. I'll tell you that much. I can't wait. You are exactly right. Exactly right. Brandon, how are we doing? Uh doing pretty good. I'm also excited for playoffs. Um, it's very exciting, almost as exciting for me as um not almost, but it's to me, it's like um when I when they start the season, I get very excited because there's lots of hockey on. I love to see the first like week of the season. Cause you just have like six, seven games a night and it's awesome. So it's be really exciting. We got four games a night, and it's all just that's the best matchup. That. So, I mean, it's just awesome to watch. So, if you have a night when you're not busy, it's it's great. So, like, Friday night for me is my first night this week. Coming up when I won't have anything going on, so I'll be watching pretty much all four games. <laughs> just sitting on the couch, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I can't wait. It's going to be great. I mean, there are some, like, really real top-tier matchups in this, so I'm like, very excited for it. Um, I mean, so the way the, way the – I was just gonna add the way that the playoffs are now, and the way I think this year went, you really don't have teams. I mean, in the West, you had teams squeaking into playoffs, but any team, to me, in my opinion, is a scary team this year, especially in the East. This is way stronger. All right, for the first time, okay, first time know. ever, hundred points plus for every single team in a conference. Uh, the East is superior to the West. The only team that really scares me in the West is uh, Colorado and Minnesota, probably. That's about it. Calgary can be tough. Calgary, if, Calgary if, can if, be tough. If Markstrom plays well, like, I mean, if Markstrom plays like he did throughout the season, that could be really, really tough. But obviously they're a Canadian team, so got to take that for a great assault. Real quick, what are your, what's your guys' favorite series for the first round? To watch, I, I I mean probably to watch will be Toronto Tampa because of just the well like the star power in that Toronto scoring a lot of goals but also giving up a lot of goals. So I know playoffs you see less goals anyway, but like that could be an absolute barmers of a, of games in that. But in terms of just best series like grit and grind, I think St. Louis Minnesota would be a is going to be a really fun one. Yep, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I like all the East matchups because there's there's no underdog, in my opinion. I know a lot of people are saying capture a big underdog to Florida. <clears throat> but, I mean, there's just – to me, there's no real underdog. Um, but when I'm looking at all these series, my favorite one is definitely going to be Minnesota-St. Louis. And that is going to be the tightest matchup, I think, in round one. Mm-hmm. If we're talking like likeliest series to go seven, I'm, I'm taking that series to go seven, 100%. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be got, an absolute dogfight. It really all depends on the goaltending in, in that series, though. No goaltenders yeah. no goal <laughs> yeah. for either. I mean, both teams have really good 1A and 1Bs. But none of the four goaltenders were like spectacular this season. And so, like, I mean, yeah, like Talbot was pretty decent – his show was pretty good for a while, but like I feel like we're gonna see the reverse in the first round, like in the first game. I feel like so we're gonna see Flurry. Gotta yeah. be, gotta be. Flurry's one of the best playoff goalies, I think. Yeah, there's no way they I'll don't start it. him in game one, right? Yeah, they got to start him. Yeah. So I think he's probably the game one starter. Yeah, yeah. We'll get um, to the game one starter later. Another one like that kind of I think could catch a few by surprise: Carolina and Boston. Could be something. I mean, no, depending on Carolina's rude. goalie situation. If if yeah. Carolina can't doesn't have Ranta back, I don't know. I don't. Which I don't know what his deal is. Um, if they do get him back, either way, I still think it could be a really good series. But Boston's inexperience in net in terms of playoff games is lackluster to say the least. Because I, mean, I think, Swam and Noel yeah. Hallmark have started a playoff game before. Yeah, I believe you're right. But um, Carolina's got two goalies that I think have. No, Ranta's never one. I don't believe. I think Ranta's back. Freddie Anderson has started a few with Maple Leafs, and obviously is yep. not going to in the first round. Um, I think Freddie. I think the game one starter is going to be Ranta. I think he's back. Is he? I think so. I'm looking at the injury report. I mean, via CBS Sports, but um, I don't see Ranta on here. Hmm. And they have like everybody on here, like the guys that even got rest the last game of the season. So um, I don't know. I think Rant is back. Well, that's good news for Carolina, Listen, but I, I still think that could be a phenomenal series. I think that one's going to be a really good one. Yeah. Um, but to me, honestly, it's it's all Carolina. If you shut down the, the top three, their defense is really good. Carolina's. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just, they just shut down D. And so if if, the, if they had Frederick Anderson healthy to start this series, like 100 percent healthy, I, I think it's Carolina in five. Yeah. There are a lot um, of question marks. Sure. Not, not knocking Ranta, but I just think Carolina's depth is well beyond Boston's depth. Yep, I agree. I agree. Well, let's get into some picks here, shall we? Um, let's start off with the 1-8 uh, matchup in the East, Florida and Washington. Florida is obviously the top offense in the NHL this season. The Caps are a pretty good road, road team. Florida, again, one of the best – home teams all season. So the Caps got to go down to sunrise for four of the seven. And, uh, but president's trophy is always a curse. So only, I think, I believe it's 12 of the uh, only 12 of the 30, last 36 have that that have won the president's trophy have made the cup finals. I believe it is.
1: So that's probably
0: accurate. yeah. 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 Bit of a curse. So, but I, I think I'm gonna go Florida here, probably probably in five. I think maybe I think the Caps maybe take one like just from a shootout that that maybe OV gets hot, picks up two in a game or something. And I don't know. I, I just don't see that. the way the Caps played late in the year. I don't think uh, I don't think they're gonna have much for Florida. Yeah, Sierra. I can cut that out. We're good. Okay, i want to myself. Derek, well, who you got for, um, who you got for Florida? Florida, uh, Washington. Well, if the Caps didn't have to play a game at home, I go Washington. But this is gonna be tough. Um, the Caps are absolutely horrendous at home. Uh, we saw it all year long going to games. It's painful to watch them play at home. Um, they had a stretch there where they were unreal, and then. Boom, they are right back. last three games of the season, they are back to being absolute dog shit. So, I don't know. It's a veteran group. They're, they're not the fastest team, as everybody knows. The goaltending is a massive, massive question mark. But on the other side, I really don't think Bobrovsky's proved himself to be a great playoff goalie, especially from last year. So, I don't know. Spencer Knight's a young goalie. Like, this series can go either way. I think the Caps can play a bigger – harder, grindy, you know, grinder-style hockey. And I think they can squeak this series out in six or seven. I really th- I really believe they can. They have the firepower up front. Their power play, if they get clicking, and the power play is so, so key in, in playoffs. Like, you have to take advantage of every power play you get, pretty much. I think they can – I think they're right there. Ovi's motivated. The, the older veterans, they're motivated. And plus, the playoffs, the game slows down because the whistles are put away. So the Caps play a physical style and they get banging like like guns ablazing first shift game one. I think they can set the tone for the series and, and honestly come out with it. Florida is a very scary team up front. Don't get me wrong. They have so many threats up front and they are deep as can be. I mean, they have fucking Claude Giroux, for God's sakes, playing wing with Barkov. That's just very scary. Um, But I can say the same thing about, you know, the Panthers. They're also a motivated group, I think. Um, they lost to the lightning last year in six games. So they're right there. They're a couple wins away from advancing. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, caps are having more experience, but like you said, the end of the season worried me a bit as well. Um, but if the caps, I, I don't know. I just feel like they can do it. Their PK is pretty good. There's tremendous on the road. So, and they're starting on the road. So I don't know, this is tough because like I'm a Caps fan and it's a bias, but um I think the Caps could upset Florida in seven games. I think that's what, I think so. I really believe in that. That would be something. Um, I think the Caps, people say they're underdogs, obviously, because Florida, you know, whatever. They won the President's Trophy. The Caps won the President's Trophy a couple times too. And we all know how that ended. So, um, I don't know. I think anything can happen once playoffs, like once that puck drops. Uh but I think the caps biggest question mark is the goaltending. Nobody even knows who's gonna be game one starter. Mm-hmm. Both goalies have been very inconsistent all year long. So um one could get hot though. You never know. You really, really, truly never know once playoffs hit. So um, you know what? Screw I'm sticking with it. Captain seven. All right, Brandon. I'm sticking with it. Um, I think Derek brings up a lot of good points. I think, obviously, Florida's the favorite. Um, but I think this year was completely different for the Caps the last three years after the Cup, since they won their Cup. You know, obviously, first round outs. But they didn't really have their strongest seasons, in my opinion, compared to this season. I think this is their strongest season by far since they won the Cup. Um, and I think this is – what is this? Is this year two or three with Laviolette? that Two? Two. So this is his second year. I think he's well, I think he's a lot more comfortable with the team. I think they're going to come into this year as a lot more prepared. Um, and then, I mean, like we've said, we mentioned earlier, just because the Caps were the eighth seed, um, technically in the playoff bracket, they are, every team had a hundred points. It was a very strong year for the Caps. It's just everybody had a good year that made playoffs. So just because they're the eighth seed doesn't mean, in my opinion, that they are, you know, any less than the other seven teams in this in the bracket. Um, in my unbiased opinion, I think they're forcing seven games and eventually bowing out to the Panthers. Um, for an unbiased opinion, but I, I do see it happening the other way. I, I see the Caps just coming out too strong against Florida and surprising them. Um, Florida doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Um, like Derek said, the goaltending is definitely inconsistent for both teams. Um, I think that, that Florida definitely has the edge with Bobrovsky, a much more proven veteran. But, you know, I've seen we've seen great goaltending from both Caps goalies. And I think ultimately Vitek gets the start game one. I think he's been a little bit more consistent this year. um, And I think the team plays stronger uh, in front of him so uh, it's it's tough to say, really, I think every series is gonna be tough. um I know the caps lost their last three games of the season, but before that they were they were getting hot. They were beating teams that they that they that people were probably saying like they shouldn't beat, so I'm like, I'm looking right now, they're scheduled for April. you know, they had a tough game against Minnesota, but then they beat Tampa, they beat Pittsburgh, they beat Boston, murdered Philly, tough game against Toronto, but then they come back and they they beat Montreal, which they should. They beat Colorado. They had a very tough game close to Vegas. They shut out Arizona. And then they had a really great game against Toronto. They just, you know, they had a bit Bleed of a struggle. Goal. They blew the two-goal lead, but they had a very strong game up until, they, like, the last five minutes of it. And then, you know, three bad games against the Islanders and the Rangers at the end of, at the, end of the year. Although the Rangers game is a very close game, a very good game. You know, um, so I definitely see the Caps really showing up. I think their Koozies playing more like Stanley Cup winning will Ob, obviously, a tremendous career year, um, and I think their depth is really gonna gonna show in the end. I think they, I like the Johansson pickup and the Larson pickup, even though they're small, but it's just a lot of depth. And I think the Caps are; its playoffs are a different animal. I think the Caps are going to rise to the occasion. I also think the Panthers; they got a lot to prove. You know, they're finally being playing like they've built the program to play, um, and that's that's all over now. The regular season's done, so now you got to come out and prove it. So I definitely see this game, this series going seven. Um, ultimately, my unbiased opinion is Panthers in seven, but I'm really pulling for the Caps as a Caps fan. Yeah. All right. It is great hockey. All right. So we move on to Toronto versus Tampa. Oh, Quick uh, thing, one, my one last comment on that, the Caps are fully healthy going into the playoffs right now. Yeah, OB <laughs> verbally said, I eh. don't oh, know, I probably didn't retweet it on the account. But anyway, um, he said to Laviolette while he was walking out to practice, I'm ready to go. I'm yeah, ready to go. honestly, he's fine. This is my, this is my last point for this series. The Caps at a fully healthy squad with this squad they have, even though they're older, super talented. So, I need just, Mantha and Oshie. That's all I'm going to say. Need Mantha and Oshie. We can. I just can't. It. I just. I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right. Um, Toronto Tampa. Uh, Tampa obviously won a lot back-to-back cups. Looking for a 3 Pete. Toronto, uh, Jack Campbell is um, obviously likely to start game one um, versus Vasilevsky. Tampa's averaged like six goals a game over the past two weeks. Something stupid. Um, And uh, Toronto is the only team in the playoffs that gave up three goals a game or more. So, something to keep an eye on there. Um, they, however, they do score a lot. Obviously, they have uh, Austin Matthews, who um, put up a 60-piece this year. And Tavares and Marner and Nylander and all these guys, they have a good offense. However, they can't stop many people. So, Toronto and Tampa. I am going to roll with Tampa in six. Um, I think they're just hot coming into the playoffs. Vasilevsky, one of the best playoff goaltenders, though. I've seen and uh, at least in a recent memory. And uh, I think he keeps up his hot streak in the playoffs. And uh, Tampa's got a dang good team right now. Steven Stamkos is basically the best player in hockey over the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to. Are they um, fully healthy? I believe so. I mean, I don't Tampa. Tampa, Derek. Yeah, they're 100% points fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just the way that Stamkos has been playing, I mean that, that team is just fueling a fire right now. So I'm going to roll Tampa in six. Toronto's without bunting for game one. Um, I like that prediction. I, I think I'm going to piggyback that and say Tampa in six as well. Um, obviously on the the Tampa fan here, but um, they've proven a lot. Obviously, Toronto has not. Um, I don't know what's going on with their goaltending. I don't like Is Jack Campbell going to start. He like I feel like he barely played the last stretch of the season. He played basically every other um, game. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, he's not a proven goalie in the playoffs either. The, you know, in the playoffs you really you got to win like a team that can show that they can they can, you know, outscore, they can win games 6-5, 5-4 and they can also win 2-nothing, two, 2-1, two, one-nothing one, games. That's what Tampa is. I mean, they're built for the playoffs still. Um, they have just great depth and two amazing acquisitions again by uh, GM Julian Breezewell. So, I don't know. And they got the best goalie in the world in their net. Like, I, I don't know how you can ever go against them. I think the firepower in this series alone is just ridiculous. Like, Matthews, Marner, all those guys on the other end, they picked up Giordano, they got Riley. Like, Toronto's nasty, but I, I don't – They haven't proven anything in the playoffs, right? They had a great regular season, but again, playoffs is a whole different animal. I think Tampa definitely takes this one in six or less. I don't think this game goes past six game. uh, Sorry, this series goes past six games. Um, I mean Toronto could easily win this series too, but um, I just I have I have yet to see them play that grinded out style. We can beat you two to one, one nothing kind of style as Brian alluded to, three goals against, you said? They average that? Yep, that's not great. Yep, there are, <laughs> I believe there are like 11 teams in the NHL that gave up three goals a game or more, and they are the only playoff team that did that. Yeah, so um that's not great. That's not a great stat. I mean, it could definitely change because, like I said, the playoffs tighten up. Um But, yeah, ultimately, I think Tampa comes out with this. I mean, until someone beats them, I don't know who can because they are still stacked. Like Brian said, Stamkos is riding a hot stick. He's going to be motivated against his hometown team. Uh, They still have Kucherov. Point is a playoff production player. And they have one of the best defensemen in the world, Victor Hedman, anchoring that D. So, yeah, Tampa in six at, at the very most. I can see it going five. So, um, but yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Um, don't want us to suck them off too much, but yeah, <laughs> I could go on for two but upstairs. we're not. I'm gonna go bold on this one, and we got Tampa in five. I think, uh, so basically, by law of metrics, we're uh, Toronto's gonna, I, win. I, I went in four. Here. I yeah. just I just think and, and and I will pride Toronto if they win I still do not believe in their paying 45 or 50 percent <laughs> of their team 55 percent of their salary cap with five players I don't believe in it um Hockey games. so I I just don't believe in it I'm just I'm sorry I just I just don't and I think when you get into playoff Tampa playoff mode they will see that their top guys will get shut down by the experienced defense defense of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um Vasilevsky is godlike in in the playoffs. Their defense just they have the experience. They have all these guys. Um, even their forwards, they know how to play defensively. They know how to play a two-way game. Um, I think Sorelli and Point are just two unbelievable centers down the middle to play defensively. To me, they they, they remind me of, they have the defensive posture and level of Philip Deneau, but these two guys can also score. Um, and then you mix that in with their other guys that can compete at this playoff level. I just think Tampa's going to surprise the hell out of Toronto, and Toronto will have no answers because they don't have the goaltending. Jack Campbell has been on and off. They don't have Moracic to, to come in if Jack Kimmel sucks. And you know Vasilevsky is not going to need any help. Um, So I just think the goaltending is too shaky, and I think they're just way too heavy up front to compare to Tampa's defensive game in the playoffs. Yep. All right, so we've all got Tampa in the first round. Moving on, let's roll over to Carolina versus Boston. This series has a lot of question marks. Um Let's start with Boston. Um, Seems like they've got most, at least, or if not everybody, back from injury. However, they have two goalies who have never started a playoff game in their life, Um, and Linus Olmark and uh, Jeremy Jeremy Swayman. So um, I don't know who they're going to start game one. I would think maybe Swayman, although Swayman didn't play great down the stretch. They might go Olmark. I don't know. Either way, they're starting an inexperienced playoff goalie in game one. And then you have Carolina who lost Freddie Anderson due to injury for, I think the rest of the year. like, he is definitely not coming back. Correct. He is. He might, he might, he's not out for the rest of the year. Okay. So maybe at some point on the playoffs, he'll come back, but he is not ready for game one. Um, they I don't think so. Um, they do have auntie Ranta who might come back for game one. Derek said he's not listed on the injury report right now. I, I, don't, I believe, right. I'm correct on yep. that. um and so he might be ready ready for game one if not who knows who the heck they're going to start um pretty bad injury luck right there for carolina down the stretch but they do have i believe all of their players good and healthy except for slavin slavin's out um i believe i know slavin was out at one point this year is he still out Nah, he's good because I know the last game of the series they did their uh, their special little hug, so okay, um, cool. um He was there. Freeman's so there. then Carolina is good to go. Uh, oh, he is currently day to day. Oh, sorry, it, that was just for rest. Okay, so yeah, so they are fully healthy, but it's just the goalie question marks for Carolina. I don't think Carolina has a game one starter, like. Freddie's definitely out for game one, but they also have so anti ranta, I believe he's going to be there. But they also have, um, oh my god, I don't mean, <laughs> I, I, I've know, I've seen that name and I don't even want, I don't even P- want to P- it. P- let's just call him Peter. It looks like Peter, but in the Russian form, it's P- yeah. Piotr Kachikov. They're okay, they have a young Russian. Um, <laughs> goalie that could possibly be their starter for game one. I think Rant is going to go. I feel like he should go with that over this this kid. But I mean, he's knows, healthy, He yeah. played. He played pretty well. I mean, the kid went three and zero. So, oh. well, so you said though, playoffs is a different animal. But like um, you said, question mark. Yeah. so Either way though, um, I think really regardless of the goalie situation, no matter what, it seems like. Both teams will have a pretty inexperienced goalie in net, so in terms of the playoffs, so I'm going to roll with a team that has the shutdown D, and can score with you on the other side too. I'm going to roll Carolina in this. Um, I think, I mean, Rob Brendamore is is a fantastic coach. They have a really good team that they that they built there in Carolina, and um, they're pretty fun to watch. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to this series. I think this can be a really good series, but um i'm gonna roll carolina to move on uh sorry in i'll go seven i'll go seven here i think boston can put up a fight i think boston puts up the fight um i like i like carolina a lot more i got them in six but i do think boston puts up enough fight because they have enough experience in the playoffs they have enough talent to grind and I think they pull out um, two wins, but um, I think Carolina goes up three-one in this series. Boston, you know, keeps fighting, but then Carolina ultimately ends it on the road in Boston in Game Six. All right. Obviously, Carolina's. I think Carolina's been building for this. Um, if they had the healthy goalies, I would have a Carolina sweep. Yeah, they're 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 a good team. I mean, if Freddie Anderson's in net, I don't even think this matchup's a question. But um, obviously, we'll have to see what happens. But Derek, we you got? Um, definitely Carolina. Uh, if Freddie Anderson comes back by game three, I am going Carolina in five. Uh, Boston has one really good line. They have okay depth after that. Um, Carolina's just so complete. Um, Great power play, great PK Shut down the defense and I mean, they got a Aho like, I don't know, they don't have a I don't think they have a true game breaker But they have enough stars on their team to You know, beat this Boston team in five So, yep. I'm going to go Carolina in five I was going to say six But if Freddie Anderson comes back I think it's five For sure All right, uh, Rangers and Pittsburgh This is a bit of a rivalry matchup here um, could be really good, but uh, again, question marks uh, because Tristan Jari is out for at least games one and two, so he will not travel to New York. So Casey DeSmith will start game one for Pittsburgh, and that is not a fun goalie matchup for uh, for Pittsburgh. It's Casey DeSmith versus Igor Shostakovich, who almost is no doubt winning the Vesna Trophy this year, is even in the heart conversation. Um I I think if Jari comes back, I think they steal one. But I'm gonna go Rangers in five. Uh, they, I mean, I don't I don't think Casey Smith is gonna outdo Shostakin. Okay. I did look if, if Jari was in there for all for every game of this series, I would take it to seven games, and I'd basically flip a coin because I think both of these teams could I mean, literally just battle it out with each other. But no Jari hurts. Yeah, I can I could piggyback on that thought and say if Jari doesn't come back at all, let's say he doesn't, we might be looking at a sweep. I'm going Rangers in four for the sweep. Yeah. Um, I know it's completely different animal, but they own the Penguins in the regular season. They didn't lose a game to them. Uh, if Shostakin is who we really think he is in the playoffs, too, yeah, it's a sweep. Uh, Rangers have too much firepower up front. They got a great young core, led by Panarin and Kreider, so um, Benajab, the, the three vets. Um, they also have some inexperience. Shostakin does so, but I already kind of said my my piece. So uh, Rangers is four. I also did want to point out, like probably before the real final stretch of the season, I would have pit, picked pick Pittsburgh to maybe even go to the ECF, like the Eastern Conference Finals. Just because they were clicking. I mean, when Crosby came back, when Malkin came back, like the like they had basically three lines worth of production on the like on of from of from forwards. Jari was playing really well. Like they were literally clicking everywhere. And uh, and then now it's like Malkin looks slow. Jari's not in net. Evan Rodriguez isn't producing anymore. Brian Russ isn't producing anymore. It's like they're they've gone from a three line. Firepower team to it's really just that top line with PP1. And yeah, it's similar to it's just awesome. provide some question marks, man. I, um, I think Jar is in that. I, I would have switched mine to e, maybe even Penguins in seven, but yeah, uh, yeah, if he's not there, they're uh, right. they're a bit screwed. You need a goalie in playoffs, obviously. Absolutely. All right, Brandon, who you got? I got Rangers taking this just simply from the dominance of them in the regular season i think it carries over because like uh, like we said like i've said before the playoffs is different season the regular season doesn't matter that much but i think just the rangers had the better matchup um and the fact that chris Kreider had a breakout career season of what was it did he get 50 goals mm-hmm. yeah i just, i i mean he's usually like he was like a top liner for them, and then he's kind of dropped off. But then he's back, and, and and I think that's this is the most goals he's ever scored, and I think just that has pushed them over the top. Their D are just solid. Their goaltenders have stepped it way up this year, so I, I don't think it's a sweep in my opinion. I I think Pittsburgh battles, but I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take Rangers at five. Yeah, Chris Kreider had 52 goals. This season, eight behind leader Austin uh, Matthews finished third in the league. Um, so you said Rangers in five, yeah. All right, that concludes our Eastern Conference. Uh, let's move on to the West. Um, uh, this one I think we can almost all agree on here one verse eight Colorado and Nashville. This would have been a slaughterhouse if Colorado had to play Dallas but Nashville provides at least some question marks. Um, Colorado doesn't really have any question marks anymore, considering Landis Kog is back. Um, if Cadres doesn't get suspended at all, I think they are pretty much poised for a cup run out of the West. Gail um, McCarr obviously had like 80 some points this year, but he's facing the defensive leader in points in Roman Yossi. And so this, um, Nashville team can at least pose a threat, I think, to, to the Avalanche. So, I'll go Avs in five. I would have gone four if they played Dallas instead. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to at least go five because maybe Soros can get hot for a game. Who knows? Saros is injured. so
1: Soros uh, will not
0: get hot for a game. Avs in four. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. Are your abs Riddick abs. is not going to outdo Kemper. <laughs> Saros. UC Soros is one of the best goalies, I think, in the league. He's proven that with his numbers over the past few years. He's injured. And in four, there might be like a like a four-to-three game they'll win, but I think it's going to be like – it might be a massacre. Riddick is not going to keep up with that avalanche offensive firepower.
1: Let me see um, –
0: uh, let me see what the odds are for, um, for the Avs. Uh, okay, uh, the Avs are, are minus 620. Yeah. To win the yeah. Yeah, for the so, Av, for the abs to sweep. Uh they're only plus 390. That is pretty crazy. Um yeah, I mean, I'm being a little crazy with it, but I mean, it's really not that crazy cuz it's Colorado. I, I can see yeah. them sweeping. Yeah. Unless Reddick stands on his head in 6, but it's Colorado's winning this no matter what. Yeah. No questions asked. <laughs> They're gonna sweep them. I'm telling you. Like if Saros is not like Saros is still out. Um, it's a lower body injury. It might be leg, knee, groin, something. He needed help off the ice. Not looking good for them. They if they had him, I think they may have even stolen the series against Colorado. But they don't. So abs and four. Too too damn good. Just. Too damn good. I mean, Nashville's got some firepower. Obviously, they have the O.C. Uh, Forsberg, Duchesne, Johansson you know, up front, Granlin. But it's like you just – it's not even comparable. Yeah. And it, again, anything can happen, abs and four. Yeah. Also, let's not forget the abs. I'm pretty sure only lost like single-digit games at home this year. Only Eastern Conference team to beat them all year was the Washington Capitals at home. Just saying. It's crazy. Watch out. And I'm pretty sure they only lost like nine games at home this year. Yeah, I think I'm sorry. Like at one, I think at one point, sorry, I'll get to you real quick, Brandon. I think at one point they were like twenty-four and three at home. Sounds about right. Sounds <laughs> about right. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, Brandon, who you got? Uh, I got obviously Abs. Yeah, I, I mean, was about to say. Let's just talk about how many games. <laughs> if they had, if they had sorrows, it's a different story. But I don't think Riddick's going to handle it. I think Colorado's just so big save, fast. Dave. They're they're so fast. I was just watching my car highlights like earlier um, before this. And he's just incredible. The the chemistry in Colorado is just incredible. Um, Him and Devontae's. Do they have any injuries? No. no. Landis Cog is back. Well, I think Obe Kubel might be day to day. Who? Obe Kubel. Obe Kubel. Or Kubel? Kubel. Yeah. Um, what is the depth player anyway? He's not. Everybody's back. They don't have any guys on – uh, according to Cap Friendly, they have no injuries. Ryan Murray's hurt, but, again, absent for. He's not listed on LTIR. Well, he's injured. Doesn't say this. They don't put him on the injured list if – whatever. On oh, it's not LTIR. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. even without him, he's a depth defenseman they picked up guys that... I know. I know. You know it's absent four all the way.
1: Cameron, Johnson,
0: jar Devontae's. i got abs in four. I, I legitimately don't. think game one is going to be like a 5-2, 6-2 yeah. game. I, I think that, that Nashville can battle and make some of these games close, but I don't think... That, I just don't see them winning any of the games. I really don't. It might be a couple one-goal games, but... I think know, I just, think they can get it to one goal or two goals with the idea. But I just... I think they will battle in front of their they battle in front of their home fans. I just I don't see them beating Colorado, and I am really proud of Nashville for having a much better season. The dudes that are the guys are getting overpaid, um, Duchesne and you know um, Ryan uh, Ryan Johansson. I am happy for them having better, much better seasons to make their eight million dollar contracts seem worth it. But I just I don't. See them. Forty goals this year, good for him. I just don't see it. I really don't. I think they got a good. They had. This is a building year for Nashville to get back to being Nashville. But unfortunately for them, they're playing Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what? Who's the coach of Calgary? Uh, I'm picturing his face. Can't say his name. Daryl Sutter. Like he yeah, said, Sutter. it's a waste of eight days, and he's correct. <laughs> it's going to be a waste of eight days for the Nashville Predators. That is uh, yeah. what? What an all-time quote. That was I think, unbelievable I, that the that the number two seed in the Western Conference was saying that the number one seed is a waste of eight days in the first round. <laughs> yeah, just, you, don't want, you want to win games regular right season, you don't have to face them because it's a waste of eight days. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. If if Nashville can get a win in this series, or at least if they get swept and they make three of the four games close, I don't think that's a waste of eight days. Obviously for the players and the fan base it is, but I think for the future for next year, it shows that they If They can show that they can compete with them with Colorado for four games. Obviously, you lose all four if that happens. But if they show that they can compete with them for four, it shows that there's promise for the next year. And then they just have to make some small adjustments to the offseason or make a big adjustment and bring in someone big. The first three Um, games of this series might be so bad that Colorado rust guys in game four. I mean, No no shot. This is going to be a bloodbath, especially with the Redick right in that. It's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, all right, moving on to probably the best series that at least we can see: foresight, um, in Minnesota versus St. Louis. I mean, that's is a seven-game series. This is going to be an awesome series. Um, Minnesota is really dang good, um, but really so is St. Louis. I mean, Tarasenko had himself a heck of a year um Kaprizov obviously also kind of that same boat two great wingers for each of these teams um Minnesota can really beat you up too if they need to with like Jordan Greenway Matt Dumba these guys like that will that'll pound you into the glass but um Polino Delorier they got a lot of size they have a lot of size um but St. Louis I mean you can't ever count out the that that top line I mean you got Ryan O'Reilly up there too that's a uh that's a cup yeah, winning yeah. first line center right there, mm-hmm. and they've got they've got a cup winning goalie in net. But both teams do, both teams do. Yeah. So teams yeah, do. I mean, both. I mean, sure, maybe they weren't great during the season, but both of them have won a cup before. Florius won multiple. So, um, I'm going to go Minnesota and seven. Um, I, I think they finally break through at some point, right? I, I agree. I, I agree with Minnesota and seven. I think this is their time to get out of the first round, um, show that they've improved. And I, I like both teams so much. And it's going to be so – it's like whoever wins this game, good luck it's with be your one-day one day rest before the next – Series, Colorado. but <laughs> Whoever wins this year. series has a waste of eight days ahead of them. <laughs> no, I think one of these teams is going to beat Colorado in the second round. No, no. Yes, 100%. No. 100%. No. Yes. It's just the avalanche year to get out of the West. Okay. I'm not giving away my predictions. Scratch that. Sorry. Continue. All right, anyways, I just think it's going to be a, a, a bloodbath for seven games. Um, I think it's going to be physical. I think you're going to see multiple overtime games. It's going to be a long series, double OTs. Yeah. it'll be a very long series. And I think both teams have probably the two best duos in the in the in the league for goaltending. Um, Ken Talbot's having great, great—I I wouldn't say great hockey—but he's playing very well. Um, obviously, you have marc Andre Fleury who can take over. If need be, um, whoso has had a great year. That's my only thing is Huso is great this year. He still never played playoffs and he's young. Um probably won't even start. I think he, he will struggled start. on a stretch. I think he will start because I think Bennington struggled more. So that's my honestly only that's concern a coin flip. Is, I can't guess who the fuck's gonna man. start for them. That's that coin flip. That's my only concern for St. Louis, but I think I think Minnesota takes it be interesting to see how much of St. Louis' experience winning the Cup, like going deep into the playoffs and everything, we'll have in this round. I don't know, but Petrangelo is a big-time part of that, and Krug is a really good defenseman. He is not Alex Petrangelo. Yeah, although they do Um, get Krug back now, which does help. Yes, but he's still not Alex Petrangelo. He was unreal in that Stanley Cup run, so I don't know. Yep. But um, I'm taking Minnesota in six because Mark andre Fleury is going to be the Marc-Andre Fleury that we know from the playoffs in the past. He's going to be their X factor. He's the one that's going to hold it down. He's better than both of St. Louis' goalies by far. Um, he's got the most experience. He's got the rings to show it. He comes to play. He comes ready. He's comfortable in Minnesota. He likes it there. Uh, Minnesota is built for playoff hockey. We already named the guys Felino, Greenway, Delorier. They're going to take your fucking head off. Um, they're going to play big physical style. St. Louis can give it back as well, but Minnesota is going to, they got star power up front as well. They got a solid, solid back end. Um, so we'll, we shall see, but I think it's them in six. And as I say that, I'm reading the injury report and I completely forgot Felino. Is injured, and so is Zuccarello. So I'm not sure if they're starting in game one or not. Well, you know, injured. He played the last last game of the season. He got hammered against St. Louis, and I think he hurt his groin or something or his knee. And mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't return to the game. He was done in game 82. He would uh, have been just smart on their part, maybe getting out in front of it. They may have just rested him. So. That yeah. can also hurt my prediction, but I'm still going to go Minnesota in six. Well, I, I those two, was two players that his name that are well, injured, I might change it now because those are two like they need those guys. They need well, Superella really for content purposes. Since we keep all picking the same teams, I was I was, I was actually going to change mine to St. Louis in seven, um, just to provide a little bit of some sort of rivalry in this uh, on this podcast because we all keep picking the same teams. So I'm going St. Louis in seven instead of Minnesota here. Uh, but now Derek just kind of re- reassured my decision to, to switch it up. Oh, and I just looked up Felino on Twitter. And uh, Wilds, Marcus Foligno will play through knee injury. Quote, it's the playoffs. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> he's playing. Um, Big hockey guy. Yeah, <laughs> Big hockey guy. I would not expect him. He's tough as nails, too, man. Uh, so him and Zagorello are both practicing this morning. So – uh say it looks like they're good to go. They're gonna play in game one. See, all you gotta do is look up on Twitter, man. That's all you gotta do. I think they're playing exactly. in game one. So I'm sticking with uh them in six. Exactly, even though all they're right. injured. Cool. Um <clears throat> another one that I think we're gonna agree on here, Calgary versus Dallas. Uh the goalie matchup does not favor Dallas. Let's just put it that way. Um no. Jacob Markstrom or Dan Vladar could probably outduel Jake Ottinger. Um, I don't know, man. Right. Ottinger's good. He's good, but Markstrom is probably the second best goalie in the regular season this year. Um, and Vladar was a damn good backup for a long time. Um, but Dallas was the only playoff team with a negative goal differential this year, negative eight. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Calgary in five. I'll go Calgary in five. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Um, Dallas. They have three guys that score for them. It's Pavelski, it's Robertson, or it's Rupe Hibbs. Uh, They, I I believe, accounted for uh, from 45 to like 47% of their goals this year. Um, That's not okay. Sagan had his lowest scoring year since his rookie year. Um, So that's bad. You need him. You need Ben going. They didn't have a great season. They did okay. They did all right. Not up to potential, though. Um, This is – All in all, Calgary's built, man. They got – they're just – they're a really good team. And under that style, they play defensive. They play big. Uh, I think Dallas Squeaks went out at home with those three guys I just named because they're going to carry them to one win. Uh, I don't want to keep – Going back like having the same prediction, but how can you not? It's gonna be Calgary in five or or four. Yeah. He's not gonna get past five games, let's be honest. They got way better goalie, more experience. Um, Andre, love him, American kid. He's gonna be really good in one day. He's a really good goalie right now, but he can only do so much against a team that's got a lot of firepower up front, and they play big. Dallas can play that style too, though. So they could surprise us and win in seven, but Calgary and five. For sure. Hey, Brandon. I'm taking Calgary and five. Too good. Way too good. Um, Dallas is the team that just squeaked in. Calgary is dominant all year. Um, The top line is unbelievable. The depth is great. Their D is just, their D is really stepping up with the absence of Giordano this year. And their goaltending has. Been proven to be very good, so I think they're in five. They played too much of a heavy game. I mean, Dallas can, and Dallas has speed, but I think Calgary's defensive play. Um, I think Calgary can match their speed um, and they just shut down some of their guys. I think this year is a is an experience year for for Dallas's young guys. This is where they gain some experience and they come back hungrier next year. Yeah. All right, so we all went Calgary in five last series here. Edmonton versus L.A. Kings, and um, I think there are going to be more fights between Evander Kane and Brendan Lemieux than there will be Kings games one in this series. So I'm going to go four zero sweep. So zero. I'm, I'm going to go yeah. I am going to okay. go Edmonton and four. i I'm, I'm going out on a limb on that one. That is, that is my one bold prediction of the first round, is that I'm going to go at Mitton this week. Mike Smith is playing out of his damn mind right now. Quick's playing well, too. And LA, LA is just not built like a playoff team, especially without Drew Doughty. Yeah, so that was my argument, argument as well. If they had Doughty, I was going to go with Kings and seven, but they don't. So uh, I think McDavid... Finally gets back to the second round. Him and Dreisaitl and the rest of the guys, but let's be honest, it's McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um They have a better defensive core this year. A little more, slightly more depth with Hyman. Um, and Kane, Vanderkane. Vanderkane, yes. Uh, Oilers in six. Yeah, yeah. Oilers wow. in six. Final prediction. Um, they, I think there's End of the day, their firepower up front is going to be a little too much. Yeah, and LA's been an injury-ridden, uh, you know, team this year, and they don't have their best defenseman. And he was having a great year, so um, I think they still win a couple games. Because Quick's going to, I think Quick's going to steal a couple for him. But Smith has been unreal. So Oilers in six. Yeah, was well, really quick. Sorry, I keep talking before you get to talk, around. but um, like. I watched them against Pittsburgh and I know it wasn't Tristan Jari that for Pittsburgh. It was last Tuesday and they just, they beat them five to one. and just, it really was never close in that game. And I'm like, I think Edmonton's ready for playoffs. Like they, I mean, they were just absolutely uh, torching Pittsburgh and just skating circles around them. Like they look good right now. And I think they can carry that momentum into a big first, first series. Brandon, what you got for for last series of the West? Um, I got. Um, I'm gonna go right between you guys. I'm gonna go Oilers and five. I just think they're. I just think they're too good. They're too hot right now. Um, LA without Drew Daddy is a big tough loss because they're still got some good D, but it's mostly young D, and Drew Drew Daddy's their their leader on the back end. So I think it's. I just don't think they're going to handle the firepower of Ella, of Edmonton. So I got Oilers and five. All right. Well, now that our first rounds are set. Let's get into our Cup predictions. Who's going to the Cup? Who's winning and how many games? Brandon, we'll start with you. Mm, let's see. I mean, based on on this, I uh, those predictions I'm taking. There would be an Alberta second round matchup, which I would take Calgary. Oh crap! I just lost my page. Okay, here we go. So yeah, I think it would be Alberta matchup, which I got Calgary taking. I think the Avs are too good this year. They they outlast Minnesota. So I got Avs and Calgary in the the two division winners, which is you know a typical prediction looking at the bracket before everything starts. I got Avs in the Cup, so I'll start with that. Um, I got a Florida matchup in the second round. I can't can't bet against the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Just too too good in the playoffs. Uh, what I would say Rangers and Carolina. D'Angelo is going to be on fire against the team that he left. That uh, Calgary or sorry, Carolina Tampa. I think Carolina breaks through somehow, um, but I think Colorado's ultimately winning the Cup, whether they play Carolina or Tampa. And I got it's the Cup final. I love a nice seven games, so I'm just gonna go seven games. Colorado Avalanche. All right. I did not expect you to roll with Carolina there. All right, Derek. I just, I just think I think Frederick Anderson's gonna be back by that time. Um. I don't I, I I can't decide Tampa or Carolina. I don't want to say Tampa and Cal in Colorado, because that's been my bracket prediction the last three years <laughs> and Carolina never gets there. Um, but screw it. I'm gonna go Tampa, Tampa, Colorado, and I think Colorado just finally gets it done. But it's gonna be a battle in seven. All right. Derek. Um so I guess I'll go with, kind of what Brandon did. Um going to hate this matchup, but the second round is going to be the Caps Lightning. I think Lightning went in five. Um, and then Carolina Rangers, Rain, or, uh, Friday Anderson's back. Let's just say he is Carolina in seven against the Rangers. And then coming out of the East, I don't care if people think this is biased. I'm going Tampa. They're beating Carolina in six this year, beat them in five last year, so they're going to beat them in six this year. So Tampa is going to go for the three-peat. I got Minnesota over Colorado um, in the second round. Colorado still doesn't get it done. Their defense is too small, too weak, a bunch of pussies. Um, Besides Josh Manson, please don't hurt me. Um, And then they got, um, yeah, definitely Calgary. In five over the oilers so Calgary, Minnesota. I'm gonna go Minnesota and Tampa in the cup final. Um I, don't know, I just really like Minnesota. Flurry's gonna carry them and then Flurry's gonna lose in the cup final. Tampa three peats with a uh, game seven overtime winner. Oh well, uh, <laughs> um I've been debating this for a while. Um but I can't help but take Tampa out of the East. Uh, but I'll tell you how I get there. So Tampa's going to beat Florida in seven. We'll just make it interesting. Um, and Carolina is going to beat the Rangers, especially with Freddie Anderson back. They're going to beat them in five. And then um, Tampa will beat Carolina in uh, six. We'll go six. Um, I think that he once again, just rolls through. Um, and then out of the West, uh, Colorado is going to beat St. Louis in six. And then Calgary is going to beat Edmonton in five. And um, I think Calgary beats Colorado in seven. Oh. So a Canadian team's going to make the cup, but Tampa Bay will take the cup in, in Calgary again. <laughs>
1: in By the way,
0: if we have any Calgary listeners, um that goal was not in in game six back in 04. So quit crying about it. You guys probably don't know. Uh, yeah, about. so I'm going to go Tampa in six versus in. Calgary. Yeah. I like it. I'd, I'd... I dig it. I originally had thought Tampa versus Colorado, but I didn't want it to. I mean, that just feels like such a chalk pick right now. Like I know, I know Tampa's the three seed in the in the Atlantic, but uh, it feels like the entire world's taking Tampa, Colorado to be the final. Um, it's just the easy picks, but I mean Tampa's actually proven themselves. I think I mean I was, I was looking at the lines for Colorado later in the season. I'm like, that's a damn good team. Oh, they're unreal. They're uh, phenomenal. These, I mean, they've got a really damn good goalie in Markstrom. Who, we Colorado or Calgary? Calgary. I said Colorado, but then you said I'm Markstrom. sorry. I'm sorry. I meant Calgary. I was looking at Calgary's lines later in the season. and I'm like, this is a damn good yeah, team. Yes, they are also very unreal. Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of joking about Colorado's defense, but I heard a lot of analysts say, like, their defense is too small. Like, McCarr, like, they get bullied. Him and Gerard. Gerard can't handle a physical series. Uh, but they do have big boys like Josh Manson, and maybe they'll play Curtis McDermott. Who knows? But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. All right, let's just run through quick uh, quick awards predictions. We'll go um, Hart, Calder, Vesna, and um, – what am I missing here? What am I missing? Well, well uh, I miss the Rock and Richard, we already know. Yeah, Norris. Going. So, we'll go Hart, Hart Calder, Vesna, Norris. All right, so Hart David. It doesn't the heart go to the. Oh my God! That's just MVP. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was um. Not top scorer. What's what's the top point getter? Help me out here. I I can't think of the name. Can I remember? McDavid won that again. Yes, he did. Um, uh, uh, God, what is it called? Ted Lindsay. No. The the guy who scores Art the most Ross, points, Art Ross. Art Ross. Okay, so the heart is the most valuable is the MVP, most valuable player, Art Ross. So Ted Lindsay is voted by the players the most outstanding player. Um, uh, yeah, the Art Ross. Okay, 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 okay. I'll go ahead and give my heart. I'm gonna go. I don't know if they will go with this, but this is my at least personal, like. Uh, thought on it I, I think it should go To Igor Shosturkin mm, okay. That Colorado team Would not be Anywhere remotely close Or sorry I keep saying Colorado Rangers Stop that, saying Colorado that, Please That Rangers team Would not be anywhere Remotely close To where they are Without Igor Shosturkin And I don't think You can really say that About many other players That are up at the top Because obviously McDavid has dry side I With him it. Yes Edmonton Would it would be no, good But like Edmonton. No I'm saying McDavid like I'm saying like McDavid even without McDavid they would still be half decent because they have a lot of pieces like right th- right there around them but like Georgiev is terrible yes Starkin literally like carried the Rangers this season yeah he had the best goals against and save percentage he's let's yeah. just all agree on this we don't have to discuss the best it's him it's him it's Jostarkin being the heart no, the Vesna. Oh, the Vesna. Discuss really the Vesna. Yes. Yeah, right. no, no, I I do agree I'll with that. Skip I, I think he I think, at least in my opinion, he should win the heart. Okay. I got a bit of a maybe out a left field one for the heart, but Brandon, you go first. Um uh, for the heart. That's a tough one. I mean there's so many players that um, I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm gonna go Jonathan Huberto. Mm. Oh that's more bold than mine. I know yeah. he's got yeah. I know he's got I think I know where Derek's going with this, but yeah I, Huberto's a big one. I think he I think he I mean he had the best season of his career. I know he's got Barkov and other guys, but I mean the that guy being the leader of the team, just helped carry that team into what they are this year. I know they got well, a, lot, a lot of depth. He set the record for most assists in the season by a left winger. Yeah, I just think he just had an outstanding year. To me, it's either – and I know it's always like you go for, like, the top guys like Connor. It's McDavid. It's going to be McDavid, which is boring, but – or Shesterkin, But it's it's boring. I think David gets it. Yeah. I think when you think of Hart, the Hart is supposed to be the, the player who was most valuable to his team, and I think Huberto was that for the Panthers. Okay. Um, my heart is going to go to a, a player. His team wouldn't be in the playoffs without him. Um, Roman, exactly Yossi. Right. <laughs> Roman Yossi. Roman Yosi. I mean, he. Oh, okay. You I, were, that's not where I was going with that. But okay. I'm going Roman Yossi. He had 96 points as a defenseman. He beat out McCarr by 10 points. I thought he clips 100, dude. Yeah. Was you know, my, if, that was why I, I think if he hit 100, I think for sure he's the heart. I don't think he's going to win. I think he does he like 130% deserves to win the heart memorial. He has. 96 points right what like 23 goals yeah 23 goals 73 assists like his team would literally not be in the playoffs without him yeah. um he deserves the heart he he 100 does i think he deserves over shesterkin by like one vote and he deserves it over mcdavid by about 10 so um, i i thought you where'd were you going think to, i was going i thought you were going to go with Ovi. fuck no Look, he only got 50 goals. He had a good season, but... He- I understand, but, like, I I think, like, the case at the end of the year right there when Ovi didn't play the last four, like, three games of the season, and they got oh, like, okay. blown That's out. No, I'm just saying, like, like you got to think. The Caps power play without Ovi is horrendous. Most okay. of their goals came off of, like, power play. Like, most of their, like... Production came off of 514 chances. I get what you're we're saying, great in five on five, close to, to, to the top point getters. I understand. Like, I understand. But I thought since you were since you were saying yours was out left field, like that. I mean, nobody would have guessed I was going to say Roman Yossi because he definitely deserves. it. I do it. agree with yeah. I yeah. thought yeah. you – like, I mean, the problem is, is that I don't even know if – I mean, Yossi I don't think even going to blow out the Norris trophy. Yeah, he is. He beat I everybody swear up. that up. people are going to vote for Makar. Okay, Makar almost had 30 goals. He had 28. But Yossi had more points by 10. I mean, I think which much. sucks – you know what sucks is Roman Yossi went off and Makar had one more point than Hebbin. heaven had a career year. He had a career year. in the most points he's ever gotten. He has the most goal – he had 20 goals this year. I think Hebbin is still better than both of them, but he's not going to get the Norris. Yeah. But he had eighty five fucking points. That's unreal for a defenseman. That's crazy. Adam wow. Fox is a joke that he got the Norris last year. Should have been Hedman. What a joke. But um, fucking hard. Like who cares? Yeah. yeah. But Yosi. Know, all right. I've already talked. Like I don't even have to speak when we go about Norris. He's my Norris pick and my heart pick. My explanation speaks for itself. All um, right. Point. Um, let's. Move on to um, the – let's go to Calder. Calder God, trailer. I, I want to go off. Okay, good. hmm Nothing. I, I think or most sides are probably going to have this one locked up, I believe. Um, him and Bunting. Lucas Raymond, I think, are going to go one and two, aren't they? Uh, Zegras. I think Bunting is going to be up there. But he's 30 years old, so fuck him. Shouldn't even be in it. That's a joke. Um, also, he played with Matthews, and Zegers played on a shit team It had 61 points, which is two less than Bunting. When he getting tap-ins from Matthews and Marner, get out of here. He's 30 years old. It's a joke. It should go to either Zegers or Cider, 100%. It's like 1A, 1B, but I want to go with Zegers. It's getting colder. It colder. So I got to say, Bunting, get out of here. He's like 30 years old, buddy. It's a joke. All right. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Cider near – Fifty points and eighty-two. He played all day, all eighty-two, which was pretty dang good. Um, then uh, had seven goals, forty-three assists. Um, it, it's really tough. Like you can't really make the argument about a decent team around him either, um, no, no. the Ducks weren't good, Wings weren't good. But um, yeah, I mean, and you know, look at. It. I mean, Lucas Raymond was pretty dang good as well. For the wings, he'll probably. I mean, I assume he'll probably be in the top three for the voting. He had 23 goals, 34 assists um, as a 20 year old winger. So, yeah, I'm going to go cider here. And I'm, I think Brandon's right there. I think, mm-hmm. maybe not. What? There he is. All right, who you got for the for the Calder? Or... Oh, I said it when you were talking. I got cider easily. Okay, yeah. All right, man, you agreed on that one. Derek went with Trevor Zegers. Um, and then Vesnite, are we we all agreeing on Igor? I don't even think sure, Stark, going can to... we can move on. He's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And in, then on Norris, I'm gonna agree with Derek on, on Yossi, but I think Makar is gonna get points. I I, I swear they love that they love Makar. Think, I think Makar will get points, but today is it's not him. It's yeah. on his year this year. He will get multiple in his career, but it's Yossi. We'll get Jip like Hedman did throughout his career, but who knows? It's, it's 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 um you by far yeah yeah all right well um any final thoughts heading into stanley cup what um let's get started i think julian uh, no we'll, we'll talk about awards later it's fine that's gonna have one more comment but oh, are you gonna go with special. the um the, the uh, GM of the Year award has never gone like the Lightning GM has never gotten it. But I don't even know what they based off of moves at the d- deadline or what. But we'll uh, we'll save that. Talk to <laughs> Um, bless you, my friend. Thank bless you. you. Um, yeah, we can. Very uh, like go the over best, it. They're really like it. the lesser known trophies. After we just recap whenever they come out. Yeah, we um, good. Oh, also, can we discuss that the Norris needs to have a best defenseman overall? And
1: let's this.
0: Yeah, and like a Bobby Orr award for the best offensive defenseman. That would go to Yossi, and the overall defenseman would have gone to Hedman 16 times in a row, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, shit, yeah. Yossi might have won both. Um, anyway, yeah. Dang um, Really? Really, really excited for the playoffs. Cannot wait. That shit starts – well, I guess this is going to drop Monday morning. We're recording currently Sunday night. Yep. Um, cannot wait to miss every single game because I work till 9 9.45. So, 10 o'clock games are going to be my friend. Can't wait to watch those late at night when I get home from work. But uh, yep. watch yep. the highlights and keep up on my phone. Um, best time of year. Let's get it. Yes, it is. Brandon, anything? Uh, I'm just excited for the playoffs. Um, I hope all of my predictions are wrong. And teams just come out and play. And I hope we have seven game series, every series. <laughs> It'd be incredible. It'd be incredible. Well, make sure you go, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at the send ben pod for updates throughout the playoffs. Uh, I'll be updating it while Derek's at work because I know you can't watch them all, but um, I will likely be pretty uh, locked in to, to the game. So I'll try to watch as much as I can help Derek out on Twitter, but make sure you go follow us there. And uh, we will see you guys next week for – or I guess after round one. We'll see you after round one for the recap and then the the preview of round two. Yo, we'll catch you all next time. those are frauds.